I gave my life to Jesus Christ on September 15th, 2022 at 4.25 p.m. at the chapel. And I just want to thank God for filling my heart and making me feel hope for my husband who I got to witness that I've never witnessed before, never thought it would, from God and a special staff member of encouragement where he talked to God and prayed, and I never thought I would ever see that. I also gave my life, surrendered my life to the Lord. On September 11th, on my 53rd birthday, at, at 9.30, yo. 9.30 p.m. in the Eagle's Nest. I couldn't have expected this. Not at all. This is so breathtaking. Everything that's come to me, everything is, it was in, I was in a cloud. Now I could see clearly. I know my path with my wife, my family, all of you. I feel you. I feel your love. I feel it. I really do. Thank you. The best gift I could have ever imagined getting for my birthday was this. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back to On the Ground with Samaritan's Purse, where we take you to the front lines and behind the scenes of our work around the world. I'm your host, Christy Graham. And at the end of September, we wrapped up the 11th season of Operation Heal Our Patriots in Alaska. And the voices you just heard in the opening were two of the people that accepted Christ as their Savior through that program. Today, I'm excited to give you a glimpse behind the scenes of this incredible ministry. For those of you who aren't familiar with Operation Healer Patriots, also known as OHOP, it's a ministry to wounded veterans and their spouses. These are couples who have sacrificed so much for our country. They have spent months and sometimes years separated from each other. And it doesn't magically end when their service member returns home. The effects of war will impact these families forever. When the veteran finally makes it home, they're not the same person. They bear physical, emotional, and spiritual scars that strain and threaten to tear their marriages apart. I've been to Alaska many times, and I can testify that it is one of the most beautiful and serene places, and it allows you to connect in ways that you can't back home. I've seen firsthand how these marriages are impacted through the week. Couples experience the beauty of God's creation. They reconnect with one another, attend biblically-based marriage classes, and they hear the gospel. As the season came to a close, I sat down with the program's director, John Pryor. Let's look at the summer. Tell us what you saw this summer. What did ministry look like? Uh, an amazing time. We just, uh, so many great couples coming through. Um, so much need uh, just to see the way the Lord works in the lives. Um, you just can never grow tired of that, mm-hmm. right? Uh, just saw amazing uh, fruit there, lives being changed. Uh, I believe we saw 96 salvations, uh, had 95 baptisms, and uh, 86 marriage rededications. So um, just great to see that. But there's so much more to uh, to those lives that have changed. And, and um, uh, yeah, so excited to talk about that some. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it was a rainy summer. There were a lot of, you know, just— differences with the weather. Uh, but what did you see? What kind of couples came through? And I guess what surprised you? 
we have a saying with Operation Yellow Patriots, he's, God knows the right couples for the right time with the right chaplains for the mm-hmm. right week. And we just really saw that each week because uh, there's just so much need. Uh, but week in and week out, we see, you know, marriage strengthened. Uh, we see couples who tell us, you know what, this saved our marriage. Uh, mm-hmm. We were on the verge of splitting up, or we were. Some of them were even already split up, mm-hmm. and they decided to to change to get back together and use the tools that they learned, um, that foundation of Christ, to uh, sometimes start over, uh, start over in their marriage. Uh, sometimes to uh, strengthen the bond they already had. Um, many times we hear couples talk about. Uh, how it helps uh, it helps them be better parents, or uh, this is the best thing for our children that we could have done, uh, because having two God loving, uh, Christ loving parents is just so important to the mm-hmm. household. Um, so it's really fun just to see how God uses um, the time in Alaska to not just strengthen the couples, but mm-hmm. to strengthen the whole family. Mm-hmm. And I could never have drawn that up. I mean, it, it's all part of God's plan, and mm-hmm. it's just fun to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Our podcast correspondent, Melissa, was in Alaska with Operation Heal Our Patriots, and she was able to speak with our staff and many of the military couples. And this is what one of our guides, Kent, told her about the impact this program has on families. What you see in the impact is, is that they come Monday in a heart of heart, and Friday, they realize that they can cast all of their burdens upon Jesus Christ. And um, you just see smiles on their faces. Some and most people, you just look at them and say, yeah, that heart is too hard. And then God breaks it, you know. So it's, um, we are very blessed to be here and to see God's hand move from week to week. I love what Kent said about how God can soften even the hardest of hearts. And we watch this time and time again through OHOP. My husband, Edward, was active in the military for decades before joining Samaritan's Purse, so we both have an understanding and personal experience of the horrible challenges and the impacts of war. Uh, We both had to learn how to surrender the good and the hard times to the Lord. And the power of the gospel continues to transform our marriage and give us hope. I love the reminder that Jesus gives in John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Uh, This is something that we had to learn over and over, that here on earth, there are so many things that are too heavy and overwhelming for us to carry. And we, we truly couldn't do marriage in the military without complete dependence on the Lord. But for some who come home from combat, the darkness is too overwhelming. And when you look for peace in the world— and not from Jesus, those voids cannot be filled. Melissa was able to sit down with one of our couples in Alaska, Ryan and Jessica. When I came home the second time, I was really broken. I moved in with my best friend from my platoon. Um, I was there for about six weeks, and unfortunately he took his own life because he was pretty broken too from the things that we saw and we did over there. And it was just a really dark and lonely time, you know, in my life back uh, towards the end of 2006. You know, on the hike today, um, you know, we were talking about Matt, his his feet, and, and Derek's knee was bothering him. And I was thinking, war breaks people, yeah. right? War breaks people. It breaks... It breaks the enemy, it breaks the losers, but it breaks 
the winners. Yeah, um, it breaks you physically, it breaks you mentally, and often it breaks you spiritually. Unfortunately. Yeah. And is that, so you came home and is that the way you felt? Did you feel like I you were broken? I, f- I felt like I did a lot for my country and I did everything that I was asked to do. Um, and I'd been in some pretty horrific situations. And when I came back, because I was having problems, um, I was looked down upon by my unit and like I was weak. And I just couldn't find where God fit in that anywhere. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's human. Yeah. But you probably didn't feel very human in that moment. No. No, I didn't feel very human. And I felt very alone. And I was scared, really, to get out of the military because I felt like those were the only people who understood you know, why I was the way I was or saw some of the things that I saw trying to come back to the civilian world after experiencing all of that was a huge undertaking, to say the least. (laughs) And he's who he, he found his friend. Like, he's who he had walked outside and, uh, heard the gunshot. And so to come back and then move in with someone who you think, like, we're going to do this together, and then they can't handle it, and they take their own life, you find them, and then you're then you're really alone in it. And, yeah, it was dark. Yeah, it was, it was really, really dark. dark for him. And it was dark for a long time. I was drinking a lot, and, um, you know, it started with pain pills, and um, I got into a really bad heroin addiction for the better part of about 10 years. It was really hard. Um, In 2016, um, you know, somebody that I cared about a lot overdosed and died. And, um, you know, I I blamed myself for that as well. Um, And I tried to take my own life. I tried to intentionally overdose myself. And I did a very large amount of heroin and I woke up about seven or eight hours later and um i was able to see myself in the mirror in my bathroom like the bathroom light was on and my face was all blue from lack of oxygen and i sat down in my bathroom and i just started crying because i didn't know what else to do and um about an hour later my phone rang i didn't know who it was so i answered it and they said uh we were just calling to let you know that we have a bed for you um so I haven't used heroin since April of 2016. Wow, that's that's miraculous. And so I take it at that point, you were not a believer. At that point, I was having a really hard time with all of it. And um, I went to a treatment center, and there was a guy there that told me, he asked me, actually, he said, do you believe in God? And I said, I, I think so. And he said, uh, I'm not going to ask you to do anything else while you're here. The only assignment you have for me is to get on your knees every night. And for five minutes, I want you to talk to the Lord like he's your friend. He said, can you do that? And I was like, five minutes? Sure, I can do that. And for like two weeks, I've just felt like I was talking to a wall. And um, one night I was praying and I was talking to God and I just started crying and I just asked him to please just take it. I can't carry it anymore. I just can't bear it. And um, I got up off of my knees and I lied down in bed. And 
the wave of peace that just flowed over me, I can't even put into words. I fell asleep, and when I woke up in the morning, the burden had been lifted. The sadness was still there, but the, the burden and the heaviness was gone, and there was not a doubt in my mind who took that. And then that's really when like, my walk with God kind of began again. I met Jessica. I'd probably been sober for about five or six months. Um, and, and this was like all from a prayer too. Like I didn't know if God would trust me with another human being again, you know? And, and I, and I was praying one night and I said, God, you know, my heart and whatever you see fit for me, I accept. Um, and I'll be okay with whatever that is. And about two weeks ago, I met Jessica playing volleyball. Yeah. Two weeks later. And his PTSD, um, he started having memory issues, um, pretty bad. And I think that was really embarrassing and it started weighing on him, especially in front of my family, like just little mistakes he would make and, uh, and so then he started kind of thinking, I can, I can have a drink. And, um, like, I'm a drug addict, but I can drink, and he can't drink. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, you know, we found things were a little rocky. They were pretty rocky. We're so grateful yeah, to be so here. Like, so yeah. to have this moment together. And so to be here and, and be around the stories that we've heard and, and the wisdom is incredible because we have been seeking help in every direction we can. Yeah. It's the one thing that we show our kids is that, you know, you can break the cycle and you can ask for help when you're not okay. And to be here and be around this kind of wisdom and marriages that you can see have God in the middle and how they're doing that and to hear their testimonies and their journeys is just, it'll, it'll stick. It, it truly breaks my heart to hear veterans like Ryan struggle with guilt and pain that's overwhelming. This pain often drives people to vices, isolation, or even attempting to take their own life. And as, as they mentioned in their conversation, war breaks people. Uh, it breaks them physically, mentally, and spiritually, and they come back wounded and changed. And sometimes the damage is seen, but many times it's unseen. And our military carries a heavy burden that doesn't leave when they return home. As we see with the heartbreaking loss of Ryan's friend, many are unable to cope on their own. And as the void is filled with alcohol, drugs, or anything else in this world, it fades Jesus Christ is the only answer. He is the healer that will fill the void. And that is why OHOP is so powerful. The gospel is the foundation of all that we teach. I love Jesus' words in John 16, He says, I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. I asked John what it means for him to see the way that God heals these military couples after all they've been through. Let's even break down the week. You know, I know yeah. there's there's a full agenda, uh, and it's a full schedule. Some classwork, which is beneficial. It's great to learn those tools and, and do the—I I feel like you get the knowledge. But I feel like the excursions help 
break down the walls and the barriers. And, and I think some of our fishing guides have some of the greatest, uh, the Lord uses them in mighty ways. Not Again, not that one's more important than the other, but because they do have that real raw walls down. So talk to me about each of the excursions that they're able to do and maybe the benefits of some of them. You know, mm-hmm. we send them to Alaska. We want to get the most out of it. We want them to get the most out of their time. Um, and, you know, it starts off after breakfast. We uh, start off with devotions. You know, one of our chaplains will lead devotions in the Word. Uh, then they uh, kind of divide up who's going on what's excursion. Um, some of the specific excursions are, you know, we have a hike to a beautiful waterfall where the couples uh, hike out for it's a mile and a half or so. They hike out um, and get to see some of the beautiful Alaska uh, wilderness. And it's really just a neat, intimate moment, a time to relax. And just the sound of the water allows them to relax and, and, and just take it all in and be together. I'm just trying to savor every moment and waiting for time to slow down. And that really helped right there. Just silence for like 20 minutes, eating lunch, no talking. Just uh, emotional. I'm sure when all the emotions and adrenaline and wears off, I'll be in a little pain tonight. But it's like I said, it's 100% worth it right now because uh, right now I'm completely content and pain-free and uh, just happy. I've been happy in a long time. You can't explain how beautiful this is and how breathtaking it is, and it just. I don't know, something about it just makes you, like it just like sucks you in and it takes you somewhere. Seeing him look at this and talking the way he has when we were on our way up here and then talking with me out there when we were sitting by ourselves, it gives me, it gives me hope that maybe there is still hope for him to see more of the goodness in the world and not just such a dark place that he feels like we're in. So it makes it makes my heart, it makes my heart feel really good. Uh, we have an amazing guide staff on all of our excursions that are, you know, really um, knowledgeable. Uh, we um, have boats that they can take out uh, and, and on the lake, on uh, Lake Clark there, and they can go fishing for salmon, for pike, for Alaskan grayling, and, uh, um, uh, so great fishing excursions. Uh, we offered them the opportunity to go see uh, bear, uh, bear viewing, and uh, that's just a neat time and uh, just a special time. It's uh, a time for them to be together and just see bears, whether they're catching salmon or, or digging for clams, you know. Uh, and they see these things and they just, uh, you know, uh, share that moment that not everybody gets to see is a bear catching a salmon right there in the, in the river. And uh, it, it's just a beautiful time for them. Yeah, it's, it's indescribable. It really is. Then the fact that you know my wife's here to experience the thing, you know, same thing is beyond words. I mean, it really is. I somehow thought that you know it wouldn't work out and we had to do something different, you know. But the fact that we're just standing here looking at half a dozen bears is it's it's mind blowing, you know. We also offer the opportunity for them to stay back and uh, mm-hmm. and just spend time together, reviewing what they've learned in, in their in their uh, classes. Uh, relaxing, resting, because a lot of them work and they have kids and, you know, they have just the struggles of life for them to stay back and relax isn't something they get to do very often. It's, it's going to be amazing. And I'm getting closer with my wife and 
we're going to learn some hopefully valuable lessons and and keeping God at the most forefront here is amazing that all these people came together to help us out and, and we're humbled by all veterans are humbled by that we sometimes have a rough go these people don't understand the last day you know they have a, a sharing time where everybody gets the opportunity to share and and that's my favorite time walls are down even the people that are so shy they get up there and they share what happened mostly get in tears because uh, they're just overcome and my, one of my favorites is how they'll they'll call out tabby at the coffee bar or you know the housekeeper she prayed with me and, and made the biggest impact you just it's just the lord uses everyone all of our staff are called to be here it's not a job it's a calling and i hope you've sensed that the love we have for you because it's it's just awesome we appreciate what we get to do here what god allows us to do just tell each other tell our staff our volunteers what this week has meant to you well hello if you guys don't know my name's roland and i'm jackie <laughs> You might not have heard of her or seen her, but this is Jackie. Yeah. It's exhausting to live with this lady. I'm telling you. She wakes up this way. She wakes up this yeah, way. Yeah, but it's truly a blessing. When, when, we, when she told me about this, I didn't know anything about it. I have never heard of the Samaritan's Purse or any of it. And I didn't know what to expect. Not a clue. And then she started telling me about the weeks that we had the options to come. And the final week that we came to was the week of my birthday. Now I said, well... Faith by the faith, okay? Nothing yeah. to do with me. All right. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was great because when we got here, and I, I said, yes, of course, my birthday. Well, it's just another day for me. I'm 53. I was just like that. But when we got here, and every one of you guys, you know, even with our name tags and everything, but as you saw me, everybody from the front to the back, I really have a birthday. How do you know my it doesn't say my birthday on this thing, but everybody knew my birthday, and you guys all made me feel like family. It was amazing. I couldn't have wished for a better birthday ever. These times, it also shows us how, like, how rare and precious uh, some of these moments are. For example, where's Meg and Cindy at? Can you come here, please? One of the most emo emotional times... Uh, I had was like a minute with these two ladies. They were coming out of my room. Uh, I was going back, I was in some pain, and uh, crying, and Cindy reminded me of my mom so much, and uh, you know, I hugged them both and cried. And it's one of those moments that's been a lot to me. And to uh, my wife, this is the first sign uh, of encouragement I've had on life in a long in a long time. So hopefully with the mighty, with the lessons that, you know, talking to Chaps Dave and Chaps Dan and Doc Sam and Ed, everybody, everybody is just a culmination of things that made my last night here one of the best and least painful nights. I shared that, I think, with a couple of people and just really want to say thank you. And uh, like I said, I, I have hope and signs of encouragement and it's been a very, very long time for both of us for that and it's because of you guys so thank you and uh hopefully uh we just keep it going like i said my wife is my rock of gibraltar and uh i love you forever
I just love hearing in their own words how God has used Operation Healer Patriots to touch their lives. And it doesn't end with this week in Alaska. For, for many of the couples, Alaska is a mountaintop experience. But then they go back to real life and what John calls the trenches of life. And that is why Samaritan's Purse is committed to standing with them for the rest of their lives. We call this our aftercare program for Operation Heal Our Patriots. Samaritan's Purse has chaplains stationed throughout the country to let them know they are not alone. These chaplains counsel, pray, and help them get connected to a local church and truly do life with these couples. Once you go to OHOP, you are considered family. In addition, each year we have a big national reunion for all of the couples that have gone to Alaska. There are also regional fortify your marriage retreats to continue to build on the marriage principles that they've learned. We're planning an episode featuring this exciting part of the ministry in the months to come. So I hope that you'll look out for it and listen. But in the meantime, continue to pray for these couples. You can go to SamaritansPurse.org to see more stories and videos um, on this program, as well as other information about our ministries. Thank you so much for tuning in and God bless you.